So this past Sunday, we lost somebody very important to the Asheville comedy scene. Michael Roach passed away. He was kind of a founding father of Asheville comedy. He was a mentor to a lot of young comedians and just a super kind and generous person. Um, he, he was super smart and had a really great perspective and just very kind. Um, you know, I, I didn't really get to know him as well as I wish I had. Um, but he left a, a big impression on me. And I know he did a lot of other comedians here in Asheville. And he will be sorely missed. Um, I did record some episodes of Your Only Option with him uh, back in the old radio days. And so I wanted to share this episode from back in 2011. Here's this episode from May 2011 with Michael Roach. Hey kids, it's your only option, Asheville FM, 10 to midnight every Saturday night on Asheville FM. And we have a big night, big, 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 big night. Our, our very special guest, Michael Roach, is here. Michael Roach, is that the right microphone? Did I push the right button? No, I didn't. Oh, no. no oh, there it is. Oh, now That's you can you. hear me. That's you. All right. Michael Roach. And you just missed all that hilarity I just I know. Said. It, was, it was amazing. I, I, I actually kept it for myself. I didn't want, I would, I didn't want everybody else to have Gotcha. That. that was mine. That was all for me. Michael Roach, thank you for coming on the show this evening. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a, a, a great show planned. Lots of enjoyable uh, chat, chitter chat. That's that's what we like to do here, chitter chat. Chitter and chat. Chitter and chat. Um, and uh, I'll play some uh, stupid music later too. Ooh, what kind of It'll stupid be, music? Oh, I got about? I've got dumb things like what I just played from Mike Furman <laughs> <laughs> uh, from his album, uh, the very last songs I will ever record, part one. Cool. Um, that was uh, street meat. <laughs> that was it was dumb very dumb we were talking before we started i mm-hmm. i used to do radio about shit 12 years ago it's been a long time mm-hmm. did a pirate radio around town Ooh. so this is nice you don't have to drive around in a van or no we got a studio and uh records and uh you know uh you don't have to worry about cops kicking in the door no but this we can nice. do what we want yeah it's a it's a, a pleasurable experience this is cool we enjoy it very much so uh michael you are a comedian correct yes um and uh how long have you been doing comedy that's weird i mm. the first time i did comedy i was a little kid oh really yeah i sucked <laughs> um i think horrible I think timing for a five-year-old yeah. <laughs> that was it was like five or six the yeah. first time i did wow. and uh, then like a 20 years break or so <laughs> um then when I moved to Asheville, so probably about 13 years ago, I started mm-hmm. again and then took another long break because mm-hmm. I, I started acting a lot. And that oh, took, really? Got okay. all my time. Yeah. 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 What, what kind of, what, what acting did you do? You did uh, local did a theater? Of, and... Actually, musicals. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, cool. Are you a singer? I am a singer. Oh. I was a dancer, believe oh, it or not. Wow. About 30 pounds ago. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, well, I got that. Well, I, you know. I was in Jesus Christ Superstar and wow. Hair. And, um, yeah, that was fun. It, it ended up just dominating my life, though. I was like, I just oh, have yeah. I knew I wanted to do stand-up. I didn't want to do that my whole life. Right. But it was right. cool. I enjoyed cool. the challenge of it. Very nice. Very nice. Very cool. And I got to sing the sodomy song. Oh, well, that's awesome. And be naked on Diana Wortham's stage. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's, you know, uh, an image I, I prefer not to have. <laughs> yes, yeah, I am sure a ginger with dreadlocks I'm if sure you want to get this mental image in your head. I'm sure you're a lovely, a lovely man, but uh, the male body is, uh, to me, um, pretty disgusting. I think that's just uh, you Have know. Have you seen Long Dong Silver? <laughs> no, I missed that one. Oh my god! Whoa, what that? What's that one about? I was talking about that on the the show I did earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, the first porn I ever saw was Long Dong Silver. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that is not the first porn any man should ever see. Eighteen and a quarter inches. Oh, that's long. not nice. That's why? Not- why eighteen and a quarter? Is eighteen not enough? You got to get you that quarter gotta- in there. <laughs> Like he was going to do his first porn shoot, and the and the girls like, oh, if only there was somebody with a penis large enough to satisfy me. How big is this one? Eighteen. So close. So close. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, the whole thing. It, it was black as midnight, except for the head of it that was white. What? His dick was so big, he ran out of black. <laughs> If you cut I, uh, it in half, it's a big dick. Yeah. Oh, crazy. the ice giant. Oh, wow. We've got uh, a visitor. We have a bug in the yes, studio. Yes, bug. On its, it's back. A stink bug, I think. Yeah, it's a stink bug. Why do right they there. call it a stink bug? Uh, because if you smash it, it smells bad. Then you probably shouldn't smash it. Probably so. Don't, just leave it alone, and it'll... We could uh, pretend we're Navy SEALs, and it's been Laden. <laughs> People still don't believe he's dead. Are you hearing Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that. Um, it's the tea party people. Oh, they're the ones doing this. I'm going to steal an Art Sternovit post. Yeah, um, please. He had the best line I ever heard. He said that the tea baggers have a problem with documentation, but it's not a birth certificate. It's the Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> My God. Ain't that the truth? That they, art. They, they have to watch this stuff with them not believing he's dead because they can't find a body. That's how this whole Jesus thing started. <laughs> right, exactly. We don't want to turn. And all of a sudden, he's a, the next Messiah, and we're all. Uh, exactly. How would you like all... to go back to the or go into the future and everybody's worshiping Bin Laden? Oh God, that would be the way it goes, and then we more than to... likely. Yeah, yeah. It'll Just be like great. idiocracy then. Come on, 2012. Come on. <laughs> Did you hear the rapture's coming? No, I hadn't heard. Oh, it's it's awesome. Um, you should go on more conspiracy sites. Oh, I thought uh, you were talking about the band. No. No, um, you're talking about the real The, the real, real thing. Rapture. The rapture's supposedly going to happen the 21st of this month. 21st? So I would like any Christians listening, if you give me $1,000, I will take care of your dog after you're taken. <laughs> it's a non-refundable deposit. Right. But if you're taken up to heaven, I really will take care uh-huh. of your dog for $1,000. I, I actually have a, uh, a bumper sticker that I'm working on for the rapture. Oh, cool. You know how um, uh, there's a bumper sticker that goes around, a lot of Christians have it, uh, says, uh, in case of rapture, this car will be unmanned. Have you ever seen that one? Yeah, they're normally on Oldsmobiles right. or Buicks. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I, I have one that says, uh, in, in case of rapture, I, I have dibs on your car. Hey, that's yeah, cool. I've yeah, been saying for exactly. years, I hope that part's right, because I could use a nice dependable yeah, exactly. car. exactly. Me too. I wish they'd get some hybrids. Yeah, exactly. Seems like they like the big cars. Yeah, they like those Cadillacs and stuff yeah. like that. Gas guzzlers. It's just not, it's not ecological. 
So what's your view on agnosticism? Do you believe in magic part of the time? <laughs> I, I want to be a door-to-door agnostic. I think that's my <laughs> Just going door-to-door. Just knock on their door. I have no idea what God's plan for your life is and move on. <laughs> that's, that's just it. You're going to just walk up and say, I have no idea what the plan yeah. is. And just See leave. See you later. Good luck. <laughs> so long. <laughs> I, uh, wouldn't, you wouldn't mind that. It was no. just a nice break in the day. Get sure. you off the couch. Exactly. You just want to have a little, uh, you know, a little, uh, you know, <laughs> getting up off the couch, <laughs> you know, after watching. There's no uh, literature. I'm not asking no. for money. Just spreading the good news. <laughs> I'm confused, too. It's cool. <laughs> you know, if you think that we're created from a perfect being and we're supposed to be in his likeness, then we suck. Oh, yeah. But if we're shaved monkeys... We fucking rock. <laughs> we went to the moon. Monkeys on the fucking moon. That's cool. We invented this shit. Look at all this stuff. Yeah, there's I know. metal Look at and that. plastics and I have an electronic cigarette and there's all kind That's of cool crazy. shit. That's crazy. I got this iPod you over here. You got an here. iPod. Look at that. That's Look at awesome. That. It's got every it's got all the everything I'm going to play tonight is on this thing. Wow, I thought it was an iPhone. Now I feel sad for you. Oh, I know. Isn't it sad? I'm not as cool <laughs> I don't as even everybody have else. One. I I'm not as cool as everybody else with the iPhone. Oh god, I got the cheap ass phone. Me too. And it was like the best phone I ever had. <laughs> and it's like five years behind everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Do you do you pay for the all the bells and whistles on your phone? No, not that? really. No, I don't either. I have a Pac-Man game on it. Oh, that's nice. That was about it. That's a good. I just got the pinball game. That's not that Ooh, good. Ooh, okay. Do I have my phone uh, on me? Damn it. I don't know. I don't know. Hold on a second. Hey, I want to show you something. Turn on that phone. Okay, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. I have to find something here. I am talking amongst myself, and I think I'm very interesting. <laughs> I'm exciting. I'm a special, special man. Ah, oh, yes, yes, people. Hey, while while I'm doing that, why don't I yes, give yes. out the number? I'll give out the number, 828-259-3936. Call in I'll to that number, up. and uh, oh, it's too late. No, uh, I'll find it later. We'll do it later. We'll do it later. But uh, 828-259-3936, you can call that number and talk to us. Uh, um, Later on, maybe we can come up with a topic of discussion that a caller might uh, be interested in in jumping in on. What's the funniest thing you've heard about bin Laden? The funniest thing I've heard about bin Laden? Gosh, that's that's, um, tough because I haven't heard a lot of funny things about it. Oh, God, I've heard so many good jokes since he died. Oh, well, uh, share. Let's share. Please share. Um, well, the best one I've heard is uh, from James O'Brien, a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. He said we should have took his body and buried it at 9-11 and put a urinal on top of it <laughs> so that every American could come and piss on it. And I thought, that's great, but you have to make it so it's the only urinal in the area. So whenever a terrorist comes to want to, like, worship at Bin Laden, he'll be there for a few hours. And, oh, God, yeah. I don't want yeah, and give everybody a free liter of water when they come oh, in the door. Absolutely. If you have a turban, here's two gallons. Drink up. <laughs> exactly. That's a good that's a That very would good have idea. been a good idea. That's a good idea. You're right. I think they did right buried him at sea. I don't know. I, yeah. I, it makes sense to me. It does, uh, but you know, it's gonna it's gonna spawn those conspiracies about the whole thing. You know, everybody's everybody who wants to be conspiratorial I understand about it will do the that. conspiracy theories when the Republicans are in office. It uh-huh. makes perfect sense that sure. they're gonna send us all to FEMA camps. But I like this guy more. So yeah. I'm, so I'm not you're as gonna, likely. Yeah, so you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna spin it your way. <laughs> well at least I'll admit it. Yeah. Um, no. No, if you go on YouTube to the con- 
conspiracy sites and check it out. It's the exact same things they had for Bush. Mm-hmm. They just changed the pictures of the president. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's um, true. So do but, you think the world's getting ready to end? Uh, I have... As we know. Uh, you know, I, I have a, a sort of a... I guess you'd say a Zen way of looking at it is like if it happens, great. If it doesn't, well, great. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah. I, you know, it's. I don't have anything to worry about after that. Do you? Probably not. No, no. none of us do. If it's over, it's over, right? I'm done. But uh, if it doesn't, well, um, I, I guess I have to keep paying my mortgage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I found what I wanted you to hear. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh shoot. Oh, you getting Stop. a call? No, that was what I... Okay, now I know where it is. Okay. Um, I got so tired of hearing so much crap music, I wanted to get a decent ringtone for the mm-hmm. phone. One of the few things I was going to splurge on. So um, I thought, I want something classic. Oh, Rolling Stones. I can't get no satisfaction. Mm-hmm. The most classic thing. Mm-hmm. So I go online to their little website here. Um, I buy Rolling Stones, can't get no satisfaction. And this is what I get. Okay. Oh, as soon... What? What is that? Is that like the MIDI version? Is that... (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Oh, it keeps going. (laughs) So this is not my ringtone. So that is from the Rolling Stones website? (laughs) What is I, it? it was on the website for the phone. I was, oh, okay. I trusted okay. them. Oh, I see. And this is what they oh, sent me. Oh, jeez. That was three ninety nine. What? With your common sense oh, mobile plan. Oh my gosh. But That's I've gotten more ridiculous. good laughs out of that. That has been the best two ninety nine. That's a, That's good. That's good that at least you got your. You got your money's worth. That's right? a good thing about being a comic. When something shits on you, you're like, aha, material. Hmm. Exactly. Yes. I'm 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 up for that. <laughs> so uh you, Miller is the champagne of beers. I don't know if you've heard I know, that. I know. I'm um I I'm working <laughs> up to that. I'm getting there. That's a re- that's a reference to a joke that I tell on stage. Um Miller is the champagne of beers. And apparently so is Cadillac of Cars. Cadillac, yeah, Cadillac is Rolls Royce of cars, I believe. Is that right? No, no. It was in a Mad Magazine. <laughs> I think. Years I think. Ago. Cadillac. Okay, so here's how it goes. Let's let's do the whole All thing right. then. Cadillacs are the champagne of automobiles. Okay. Okay. Um, Miller is the champagne of beers. Yes. Yes. But champagne is the champagne of champagne. That would be true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we've got. <laughs> Then we've got it all cleared up. That's good. <laughs> all right. We're clear now. Tell you what, um, yes. why don't we take a break? All right. Um, I'm going to open that door out there so I don't sweat to death. I got gotcha. you. And we'll come back. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure because I'll start to stink. And then uh, when we come back, we'll continue our discussion. How's that sound? That sounds great. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do something here. So I'm pulling out my uh, iPod. Not an iPhone. No, it's an iPod. And we'll talk about disc golf. 
Uh, yeah, I do uh, want to talk about disc golf because I want to get in on that stuff. Oh, man. I'm addicted. I want in on it. Uh, okay, so I'm going to play a I song. I play every Tuesday morning at Richmond Hill. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. Unless it's raining like hell. Tuesday morning's not a great morning for me, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we can work something out. Sometimes I can get Wednesdays. Yeah? Free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. All right. Uh, I'm going to play something from the new uh, Fleet Foxes. Do you know the Fleet Foxes? No. This is then this is a treat. I I just downloaded the Rolling Stones. I'm not very yeah, current. That's a good point. I'm old. <laughs> the MIDI I'm Rolling Stones. By the way, the studio's an interesting place beside a bar. Have, did you hear <laughs> I the know, band? I know. It's Mike's uh Mike's uh It uh, looks like a cool lounge. little place, but it is the kind band of is like playing the seventies feel. I don't know. I expect them to start singing about dragons any fucking There's second. some amazing uh, sounds that come out of that place. There's. It looks like a cool little place. Yeah, it's probably cool. check it out. It's cool because uh, like they'll have uh, they'll have uh, um, bands in there like the one you heard, and then they'll have like uh, you know hair metal bands <laughs> playing in there some nights and it's, it's it all kinds of cool fit. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It it works. It definitely works. But. All right. All right. So I'm gonna play this uh, this track. Off of the uh, off of the new um, Fleet Foxes, the Helplessness Blues. Fleet Fox Mac. There you go, on Asheville FM. I was raised up believing. I was somehow unique Like a snowflake Distinct among snowflakes Unique in each way you can see And now I've been living in a fantasy Just trying to get it right I've got to get it right Whenever you're lonely You're not alone Aqueduct on Nashville FM, your only option. Didn't be not ever Saturday night on Nashville FM. Blah 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 blah. Uh, we're here in the studio with Mr. Michael Roach. Michael yes. Roach, how are you this evening? I am good. How good. have you been? I feel better now that we opened the door and it's much cooler in here. And I yes. uh, didn't almost pass out. And I pulled the dreadlocks out of my uh, earphone so I can hear much better. Good, so good. We're now ready to really start. We're in. We're in. Uh, in the groove here. Good, good. Uh, yeah. So well, we've already uh, talked about porn. We have talked about porn, uh, which is an important subject that we should all be concerned with um, and uh, keep our minds on. Everybody out there, start thinking about porn. Yes, with the webcam, you too can be a star. That's right. Chat roulette. <laughs> Chat. I did a roulette. show one time. Um, they thought it would be brilliant to have a big screen and. Be doing chat roulette. Do you mm-hmm. know what this is? I've I've heard of it. I've okay. never done it. Uh, the idea was that people you link to people's webcams and they could see you. You can see them. Mm-hmm. Well, when they link to us, they would see a comedian on stage, and we would have fun banter back and forth. <laughs> yeah, and pick with them. And they convinced me that this would be a great idea. And every third person was a penis. <laughs> of course, it was. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear my penis jokes when there's a penis on <laughs> right a fifty-four inch screen exactly. right beside me. Oh, that's it. it was an interesting show, and I'll never disturbing. do that again. No, don't do that. 
anymore. That's what I don't understand um, the point of the penis shot. What is the point of the penis shot? I guess everything looks bigger with a webcam. <laughs> I guess that's true. Does look you just bigger. get it really close. Look, it's huge. Fills up your whole monitor. <laughs> God, this whole thing's going to be dick jokes. I, I tell you what That's happened. Right. I recently shared a dressing room with five drag queens, mm-hmm. and I think I'm a little gayer. <laughs> just a little. Just a little. Everybody's got a little gay to them. I, I mean, know. if there's any woman sure. that's so grotesque, you'd rather do a pretty man. Yeah, got, then th- that's going to happen. I mean, Johnny Depp, precious. He's he's. A pretty, I, I would yeah. do Johnny Depp. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Roseanne good. Barr, are you? Uh, I'd probably do Roseanne Barr. No yeah, offense. that's okay. I understand. I, she's had a lot of surgery. That's all right. It, 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 penetration scares me in that in that sense. So I just don't. I'm not really. Did I say that? You did, and it got very awkward it and did. quiet. It got scary. Yeah. Oh, well, don't knock it till you try it. You know. Good point. Good point. Haven't tried it. Not gonna knock it. I happen to have a uh, free tickets to Scandals if you want to borrow some. <laughs> you have to have tickets to go to Scandals. Well, you paid to get in. Um, that was that was really cool. After I did a charity show for him, oh, several yeah? of the comics did hmm. for a dine out for life. Oh yeah, and they gave us like drink coupons and uh, tickets to get into any of their shows. Cool, so that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And it's also Boiler Room, which has really good bands. I don't know if you've really? seen anything. I've, not, I've, not, I've not uh, heard of the Boiler Room. The Boiler Room is underneath mm-hmm. Scandals. It's this really cool industrial looking mm-hmm. little space. Um. The mixing boards behind chain link, and there's, mm. uh, it's it's cool. Sounds it, kind of extreme. It is. Does it's it a, a good metal scene, thing? punk scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and comedy occasionally. I've done a oh. few. Sh- I did turnbuckle comedy there a couple times last year. I was trying to mix uh, skit comedy and stand up. Mm-hmm. It, it worked okay. We were just really getting the bugs worked out, and um, I think what happened. Uh, one of the skit comedy groups was um, pushing their show at another theater, mm-hmm. and that, that kind of ticked off one of the owners. I think mm-hmm. that's what pulled the plug. But, hey, you don't know. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, it's hard to... I was like, wow, were we too scandalous for scandals? <laughs> were there too many gay jokes and scandals for them? They couldn't take it? It seems a little counterintuitive, I think. So I just watched a man tape his dick to his leg, you know. <laughs> Sorry if we're... If, Offensive. Was it uh, scotch tape or was it? Uh, Actually, I, I didn't tape? watch that, oh, that's that too part. I, I was watching them make cleavage. Which oh, really? Was pretty amazing. Okay. They would like tape up under their armpit and pull over, and they do this like three times, and mm-hmm. little skinny guys would end up with like a big crease. Yeah. And oh, the, those guys get ready for like three or four hours to come out and lip sync a share song. It's it's amazing. Wow. That's, I wouldn't do it. No, that sounds that sounds kind of a uh, like. Uh, a, a type of performance that only a certain number of people could do. Exactly. Yeah. I do think it would be hilarious, though, um, to get two straight guys and, like, pair them with a with a queen mm-hmm. and basically have a little competition. Mm-hmm. Um, turn, try to turn them into a drag queen, <laughs> complete with waxing and the whole Oh, bed. like the whole thing. The like whole thing. Going the whole way. And oh. then them do a show yeah. and see who wins, who's the better <laughs> straight Guy that, pretending to be a drag queen. That is a reality show right there. That I would is be a reality show. I don't know who uh, who else should do it. Maybe Carrie. <laughs> Carrie if, if Carrie was willing Carrie to get Goff. waxed, I might do it. Yeah, he might. But then we, yeah, I don't know. You'd have we'd be splitting the wax, vote for the but ginger. But you'd have people. to like wax his face and everything. He'd be, have to be very clean. 
Like the like I think you would have to like shave his head, well, give him a nice there. wig. Well, I know, but you'd have to go all the way and then give him the wig. Give him the full head yeah, Monty. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Full head Monty. Exactly. Uh but he might be a pretty might be a pretty girl. <laughs> he might be a pretty woman. He's in Wilmington, so he's probably not listening. <laughs> no, he's not. Kerry Goff is out of town at a comedy competition, the Port City. I don't know if it's Port City Java. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think that's it. The Port City Comedy Competition. Um, it cracks me up. A comedy. Co- First of all, he's an out of towner. Gary's very funny. Yeah. Um, one of the funniest comics I know, and he won't win. Mm-hmm. Locals will win that. Locals always win these damn exactly. things. Exactly. There's no point in driving hundreds of miles. It, it's the experience of doing it, and for right. that, I see it. But sure. If you actually have your hopes up of winning a comedy competition, it, you might as well put it on. Then, right. you, could, <laughs> then you can win. <laughs> exactly. Normally, the funniest comic is who got second or third. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess, I guess in some ways, if you get second or third, then that's the real prize. To comics, it is. Yeah. But you can't, hey, I came in second. <laughs> right. I was the put- first loser. <laughs> Yeah, that's not really a great resume no. booster there. Is it? I've never done them. I mean, if there was one local and I didn't have to drive very far. Right. But, yeah, I'm not going to put a lot of energy and then pay them money to have their buddy win. Right, exactly. That seems a little little unfortunate. Uh, but uh, did you, uh, did you uh, put an application for the festival this year? I did not. No. Um, I, think we'll, I think they're doing a kickoff show. Probably mm-hmm. get booked onto that. Okay. Um, no, I was... Just didn't have anything on tape that was new that I was happy with. Really? And I was like, I'm going to be there every night anyway. Mm-hmm. I, hell, I can. Yeah. This will be cool. I'll do the the kickoff show if anything. Right. And uh, then just hang out and have fun and help out in the back. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. Carl LeBeau's coming in as the headliner, which is right. awesome. I think he's the best comic working today. He's absolutely my favorite living comic. Yeah. I got to throw that in. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should say, I, I should uh, clarify that the, we're talking about the Laugh Your, Laugh Asheville, Your Asheville Off Comedy Festival. Festival. That's in July. Yes. Um, it's coming up, so keep that in mind. Last year, the kickoff show was a uh, charity show for Brother Wolf. I think it's going to be the same thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I saw on their website it's going to be at Magnetic Field this year, which will yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I that like that cool. space. It's a nice room, yeah. And I'm there Tuesday night. Yes, I was going to just mention that. Yeah, Tuesday night you're uh, you're on the bill there for uh, the Jared Harris Jared show. Harris show. Very funny guy. Yeah. Um, have you watched any of his YouTube stuff? I have the, watched uh, a little bit of it. That's so funny. Really the funny. action figure therapy. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I, like I love my job. <laughs> they said you want to kill people and get away with it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. Hell yeah, I've seen racism. They brought me a watermelon. Fucking white boys. <laughs> oh yes, yes. So Jared, if you're listening in your van yes, or wherever you live now, we're stealing we're stealing your bits and put them on there. Exactly. Well, I'm saying go to YouTube. Watch go to it. YouTube and check it out, and then you can see it for real. Over a million hits so far. He's, wow. Yeah, he's That's kicking great. ass with it. That's awesome. Um, he was featured on a uh, Huffington Post. Really? Yep. Uh, that's pretty or cool. that you know the the website. Yeah, the little website, yeah. Um, it's not a little website, it's a big website. Well, it's a big thing that links you somewhere else. Right. Exactly. And that always has huge headlines like 8 inches tall, you know, <laughs> right. that are misleading. It's it's a tabloid. <laughs> yes, and, it and is. And I and I look at it once a day at least. Of course. Of course. 
Um, do you, do you that's get how I found this? out Bin Laden died, actually. Is that really? Yeah, it said, dead. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Whoa." laughs> I was like half asleep, and I'm like, Obama was killed by seal- seals? <laughs> what? what? Was he at the beach? What the heck is happening here? Uh, no, that's not what happened. No. It, it's different than that. That's no, I was actually in the Navy, and uh, many of my military instructors were SEALs, so uh-huh. I feel a little uh-huh. connection there. It was pretty yeah. cool. Well, cool. It was a CB, and uh, my training in Port Wyanemi involved a lot of SEALs, so that was pretty cool. Well, uh, interesting. That's that's an interesting thing I had I didn't realize. Yeah, you, when, you, when you look at, at me, you think, <laughs> yeah, hey, that's there's a surprise. There's a hardcore military guy. <laughs> no, okay, you want the whole story on that? Sure, that's yes, ridiculous. absolutely. Let's hear it. I joined the military so I could go into the Peace Corps. (laughs) Okay, I was young. Okay. Excuse me. I hated school. Absolutely hated it. Um, I fought every day. It was just like me and 500 rednecks that wanted to kick Mm -hmm. my ass. Um, And like four black guys that used to be my friends and then Roots came out and they wouldn't even talk to me (laughs) anymore. I remember that. That actually did happen. It was like middle school. I'm friends with Larry and Kyle. Two, two black guys that were brothers. Mm-hmm. Then they showed roots, and then we're in high school together, and they're like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt guilty, all this white guilt wash. I'm yeah. so sorry they cut off his foot. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Larry. Um, so, Larry Lyles, if you're listening, I'm really sorry they cut off Kunta Kente's foot. I still feel horrible about it. Um, so when I turned 16, I'm like, fuck this, I'm done. And I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to help people. That was mm-hmm. just it. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked some bullshit jobs, like through day labor. As yeah. a sixteen and a half year old, I was shoveling bricks into backo buckets. Mm. And I'm watching this guy in the backo with the enclosed cab, reading the paper and sipping on coffee, waiting for me to bang my shovel to let him know it was time to drive across the yard and dump this garbage. Mm-hmm. I thought I'm on the wrong end of this. Yeah. Um. I heard about the Peace Corps. It really interested me. And mm-hmm. I got a hold of them. And I was like, sign me up. Right. Sign me up for 20 right. years. I don't care. I want to go to Africa and dig ditches and help people. That's I just want to help. Right. No, I'm sorry. You have to have college. That's Or a set of specific skills. I said, oh, shit. Jeez. I already dropped out of high school. I don't think it's going to work too well. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the specific skills? And they gave me a long list. And one of them that stood out was equipment operator, heavy equipment operator. Mm-hmm. And I remembered the guy drinking the coffee and right. went, hey, hey, this what? sounds pretty good. Where can I get this training? About this time, a buddy of mine who was about two years older who had went in the Navy called me and said, hey, man, I'm getting laid. <laughs> uh, what? Because he was a bigger dork than me. And he's like, yeah, there's girls who like guys in uniform. I swear to God. And I was saying, hmm, mm-hmm. maybe I'll talk to the Navy recruiter. And I, I was just. I did not expect to go in, but I went down and um, I took their ASVAB test and I walked in with like big, huge earrings hanging <laughs> off, chains wrapped around my arm. I I, I stood yeah. out great in High yeah. Point, North Carolina. Um, they looked at me like, oh, God, who's this? <laughs> he's not getting into my Navy. But I'm a fairly smart guy and I yeah. pretty much aced their little test. And um, they're like, OK, yeah, we'd really like to get you. And they gave me a list of things that. I could do in the Navy, and one mm-hmm. of them was heavy equipment operator. I thought, well, okay, this isn't really the way I wanted to go about it, but um, I could go in as heavy equipment operator, get that training, come out, join the Peace Corps. Uh-huh. Still made sense to me. Sure. 
Um, of course, I had to go back, get my diploma, which was awesome. They sent me to this program where you can go at your own pace. So I did three years of school in three months. Wow. Yeah. I wish that program was still there. No kidding. For people who hated school but already knew all the yeah, work and could just do it. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it was great. Yeah. And I was slacking off. Right. It was, it was pretty much if you can pass the test, you pass. Right. Right. Awesome. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, so pass the test. Mm-hmm. Go into boot camp in Orlando, which they no longer have there. I think all the training now is in Great Lakes. Um, went to A school out in Port Wyanemi. Um, a lot of, like I say, a lot of our instructors were either gunny marines or seals. Mm-hmm. So that was my little mm-hmm. connection there. Those guys are badass. Yeah, we got about a quarter of the training they got, maybe an eighth. I'm not at all yeah. trying to say I was a badass. Those guys were them. Um, and EODs, I think, may be badder than them. Oh, really? EODs go through all the SEAL training, and then they learn to blow shit up underwater. Or that's, to disarm shit underwater. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I have to say. They would have us running at 6 in the morning with telephone poles on our back, and they were coming back. They had already been out exercising. Oh, wow. They wow. were bad. Yeah. Um, so, okay, because uh, I had always done well on their test, went to A school. At the end of that, um, they announced two names are going to go overseas. Mm-hmm. And we know that one of the battalions is getting ready to get sent to Barcelona. I'm like, hey, all right, Barcelona, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Alaska. Oh, <laughs> not really overseas. Mm. Well, it kind of was because it was on a little island near Siberia. Oh, my God. That was my first duty <laughs> oh, station. Geez. And what I didn't know was um, to even be on this base, I had to have a very good security clearance. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing I thought was they didn't bother to tell me. <laughs> that I had a good security clearance because I was just doing, I was driving equipment. I was grading right. the roads and right. hauling gravel and just basically construction type work. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew there was a lot of stuff going on there that I'm not going to talk about, but I, mm-hmm. I never saw it. I knew what was going on. Everybody mm-hmm. did, but mm-hmm. I never saw a lot of the stuff. Right. Going on. Um, do my tour there, get sent back to California. Um, at this point, Ronald Reagan was on. In, he was on his way out. Bush was president elect. Okay, okay. So, um, because I had such a good security clearance, they sent me and a couple other guys to work on Ronald Reagan's ranch for a short okay. period of time. Yeah. Wow. He was never there when I was there. Yeah. Um, and again, we were just doing normal work. Mm-hmm. In that case, we were tearing down some buildings they weren't going to need anymore. Mm-hmm. That where they used to house Marines. Right. Um, I never even saw the house. Where, where they were. I did get to hang out with the Secret Service guys. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them actually said, if you pee behind a tree, we can tell if there's a freckle on your dick. <laughs> I was like, that's how many cameras okay. they had there. I, I, Again, I dick that. riff. Yeah, exactly. there you go. That's um, all right. It's okay. I did that. It was kind of cool. I got to hang out with the two dogs, Duke and Millie. Oh, yeah, the dogs. I remember them. They, they were only at the White House for photo ops. The rest uh-huh. of the time, the Secret Service guys, with all this training, they got to walk and, and scoop poop. Yeah, you kind of get the feeling that Secret Service kind of have shit jobs in some ways. Oh, they're was, always taking care of... I mean, they were pretty chill, but he wasn't there, so yeah. they could be chill. Yeah. Um, and plus, Bush was coming in. Right, so right. I may not even have the A-team guys I was dealing with. I don't know. <laughs> Although they seem pretty cool. Um, so, okay, I work there. Uh-huh. Um, skip way ahead. I get out of the service. I come back to North Carolina. Never forgot what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um Call up the Peace Corps. I'm like, okay, I have your training. Mm-hmm. I have years of training. Some of the best training you could get in the world. I can drive and operate anything. That's great. 
they check into it and they go, I'm sorry, we could never use you. You have too high of a security clearance. (laughs) What? They have, there's a deal that. There's a limit on the security? Because you might be a spy. Oh, jeez. And I'm I'm thinking, I drove trucks. Great. I am I am a security threat to New Ghana or something. Oh man! So yes, I could not go in the Peace Corps, but I got a good story out of it. Yeah, which is, yeah, yeah. And that's absolutely true. Okay. That's that's that is some story. It is. That is true. an amazing story. Just to try to get into the Peace Corps. Yeah, <laughs> fucked it up by having a clean background. That doesn't make any sense at should all. Should have smoked a joint or something. Got out, of it. got out of it, man. So I got Jeez. out right. Um, Right before we went to Iraq the first time. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was weird. I, that was guilt sitting there going, mm-hmm. oh, all my friends are over there. Mm-hmm. But they they didn't really see a lot. Yeah. Nobody was hurt there, yeah. so that was cool. Yeah, that was... We just starved kinda... them out and dropped bombs on them. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that didn't seem to go to be so difficult the first time. No. It was pretty, pretty straightforward. Well, it was cool. So, We're fighting them out in the middle of the desert. They made it easy yeah, for us. Yeah. If these terrorists would all walk out in the middle of the desert, <laughs> shit, we could have us done in a half hour. Yeah, just whoosh, knock them out of there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're not, in, we're not in the desert anymore. We're up in the mountains and Afghanistan and everything now, so it's still and pretty. Doesn't it seem like Pakistan had to know he was there? Of course he knew. They, of course they knew he was there. Come Th- on. Then we, let's stop giving them money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pull out. I think so. I think you know, so. if there's a hooker or your girlfriend has been fucking around on you, quit giving her money and pull out. <laughs> that's that's my exactly basic philosophy what I, on foreign affairs. You know, honestly, affairs. it's like you're reading my mind with that. Wow, thank you. Because that's exactly what I was thinking. That was I want to think we have a friend over there, but we don't. No. No, we don't have any. Let Afghanistan win. They always win. They always win. They beat the Russians. They're going to beat us. They beat the British. They beat the British. They beat... Yeah. They beat everybody. Just, they they stick it out. They yeah. keep fighting. They'll keep fighting until it's over. We have ADD. Yeah. It's, I mean, and you can't spell daddy without ADD, which that's is, true. it doesn't mean anything, but it's true. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good point as well. It doesn't work with mama. Mm-mm. You can spell mama without ADD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Without ADD, you can spell mama. I don't know what that means. It, it's true. It is true. That's all, that's all you're saying. Somewhere. You're just saying that it's true. Yeah. But if you say something out loud, it kind of makes it true. Good point. That's a good It works point. for Fox News. I feel that. I feel that. We should start our own network. What should we call it? Um, the Adkins diet. No. No. Yeah, it's already been taken. Mm-hmm. Um, something, you know, something that uh, rips off Fox somehow. Hmm. Like... Uh, Cox. Cox. I bet yes. that's been done. That's been done. Box. The Box Network. No, that's the Huffington Post. Oh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. But we, we'll just use the same uh, propaganda techniques that Fox uses. Cool, cool. Um, but we'll teach people to, like, uh, to like for, uh, forget their PIN numbers and stuff like that. Oh, I thought so you were then, going for an MSNBC no, no, thing. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, like, we'll just, uh, we'll just instill all this propaganda that has no real meaning but, like, screws up stuff. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot my PIN number. I was watching too much, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then they forgot their PIN numbers, and then, and then uh, all the money uh, is no longer available to, um, to the public. 
You know, I was yeah. You forget your pin number. You can't get money out of the ATM. You can't. You know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Honestly, I don't know how we're making money off of this. <laughs> we're not. We, we don't need them to people. forget the no, pin I'm number. About we need to people. forget that they gave them to us. Exactly. Yes. That was right. that would be a yeah. good idea. Yeah. Along with that thousand dollar deposit for all Christians' pets, I will keep them alive. If you get caught up in the rapture, <laughs> right? Exactly. You can contact me on We've, Facebook. We'll take care of it. Yes, absolutely. And you know, checks, money, order, prefer cash. That would be nice. Right. Right. Um, precisely. Whenever there's a big event like Bin Laden being killed, or um, even the State of the Union address, mm-hmm. I like to watch all the channels mm-hmm. and see how they handle it differently. Mm-hmm. Um. The say the unions are, are are my my favorite because everybody has to sit in a room with people they don't like, mm-hmm. and they don't want to applaud if the other party is is in charge, right? But Democrat, you know, if the Republicans in charge, Democrats don't want to applaud, vice versa. There's some things you can always say, like we have the best troops in the world. Never forget nine eleven and blah blah blah, and, and they'll have to applaud. This last one for Obama, nothing. Right. They wouldn't give him anything. Right. He even talked about cutting capital gains tax, which is like I, their yeah, biggest fucking right. hard on. The younger guys in the back are starting to stand up, and you could see the, the old guys, sit down, don't look at him, he's the devil. <laughs> he's black, don't you remember? <laughs> Just don't look at him, don't look at him. They can't get over that, can they? So a- afterward, I mean, if he would have walked out and said, my fellow Americans, I think kittens are cute. Good right. night. <laughs> Somehow Fox News would have turned this around. Yeah. MSNBC would be creaming themselves about it. The greatest speech of all times. Right. Fox News would be like, well, we've heard the I love a kitten speech. I think he's going to have a problem with the dog lovers, Bob. I think he's forgetting what country he's from. <laughs> or maybe not. Yeah. Well, I think you've missed the bigger point. Cats are uh, the familiars of witches, and witches are often women. Women are often more leftists. I believe this is... Showing his leftist and communist agenda. Right. And then that's what, Fox News. That's Fox News. That's what they do. No, no. He's the Antichrist. You're missing it. The Antichrist. <laughs> I'm glad we have somebody smarter than me in charge. We've tried the other way. Right. And then CNN, of course, they're just going to have uh, big holograms of, yeah. of, <laughs> <laughs> of like, uh, Will I Am talking about, uh, yeah, talking about the speech. Right. Yeah. That's that's CNN. Um, have you ever watched Mosaic on online show? No, I've never. It's awesome. Seen it. um, what it is, they'll show you. Well, it's mainly Middle Eastern news, mm-hmm. but they'll show you like the same story from the Israeli local news, and then the Syrian local news, and the Palestinian oh, okay. local news. Yeah. So you feel like you kind of probably get the real idea, mm-hmm. but um, so much different than anything we get here. Oh yeah, I'm so sure. much different. Wow. So Mosaic is Mosaic. What so, uh, um, what kind of uh, uh, news sources do you use utilize uh, besides the Huffington Post? I, I CNN and CNN. again Mosaic yeah. and um, conspiracy chat rooms. Compi- yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. That's how I knew the rapture was coming. Of course, because uh, that's that's the only way to know, right? <laughs> AboveTopSecret.com. You're not going to see that on WLS. I don't. No, think. they're hiding the truth about the reptile people on the news. Right. Exactly. Reptile people. That that reminds me of that uh, Stephen King movie. What the Anunnaki's coming. Them. Them. Yes, yes. With Rowdy Rowdy Piper. That was That, that was, was good. That was a great movie. I, w- I was looking actually at Rowdy Rowdy, Rowdy Piper movies on a internet movie database. Yeah. <laughs> and he had one called um, Return to Frogtown, which I never actually saw. Wow. But 
I knew it was bad because it said on the bottom, if you enjoyed this, you might enjoy Leprechaun 4 <laughs> in space. In space. <laughs> oh, Roddy, what? Roddy, that's bad. Yeah, that's not a good sign for him. <laughs> and that's probably the only it, it, those are probably the only two movies he ever did right it's speaking like of wrestling and, actors yeah. yes i believe leprechaun 4 beat the nanny that beat hulk hogan's movie so <laughs> oh my god yeah, what was the name of that hulk hogan movie oh there were several thunder and paradise and i like um, bad movies yeah 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 uh, mystery science theater of Ball. course me too i love that show god why did that show go off there uh, because uh, <laughs> because it was on for ten years, <laughs> they could still be doing it. I know you're right. You're right. Uh, they do. You know. Uh, you know about the touring companies. The the, the I have two, heard that the yeah. two they've got the the cinematic Titanic, which is like the the original. That would Joel be awesome Hogs to and, see and and stuff like that. And they do a big stage production and and they show a film in the background and then they're standing on stage. You know with. With uh, with microphones, you know. We kind of tried something similar at a Club Eleven one time. Oh yeah, yeah. They were showing Where's Co- Club Eleven upstairs of Scandals. It's uh-huh, all in the same see? building. There's three clubs in that building. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a couple years ago, and uh, Johnny, I can't remember his last name. He's gonna kill me, but um, he he would always pick weird movies, mm-hmm. and basically we'd have four or five comics just sitting there talking shit about it and other people would join in it, it was kind of fun i um i wish that would have took off but the room was so weird i couldn't yeah. figure out any way to set the room up where it felt like a comedy club right right um huh. the best place i could find when people came in the the door mm-hmm. they were basically on stage right right so that didn't work no um it's a great room for dancing but not a great room for comedy mm. well yeah, I, I, that's one of the things that that I've noticed is uh, some of these rooms that that we've done our shows at are not always the greatest. Now I like that magnetic field place. Yeah, though. that's nice. That looks like a nice space. Nice. I'm looking forward to being there. That should be really nice. They have a really nice uh, stage, and you're high up, you know, looking out over the. Kind of reminds me of a NC stage, although mm-hmm. the ceilings are a little bit taller, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I did a. White Rose at NC Stage a few years ago. I had to shave my head to play a Nazi. That oh, was wow. kind of cool. Yes, um, but it was a really good part, and I enjoyed it a lot. But one of my castmates, he wasn't exceptionally tall. He was about 6'2". Mm-hmm. I'm only 5'7", so he seemed like a giant to me. He, where he had to stand on stage most of the time was real close to the lights. Mm-hmm. He would turn and address the audience, and the, these hot lights are just <laughs> like a foot from his head <laughs> just the sweat would pour down oh, God, but it so worked horrible. because he's supposed to be all passionate and right, upset right um <laughs> poor guy <laughs> that sounds like murder actually i don't, i think it sounds a little bit cruel it the way we had to set the stage up we me and him most of our scenes were in this little office and just had to be way off on the edge and well sucks to be tall yes <laughs> yes it does <laughs> Well, I tell you what. Let's take a, a little break here. Excellent. Um, and uh, we'll come back with some more chat. I wanted to take this break. Uh, but what I, are we going to listen to? I don't know. Let's find out. Um, I've got. Uh, <laughs> got any kids of Whitney High? No, I don't know. Well, do you, we can get it off the off the web. Ooh. You want to? You want to see? It? Yeah. See it's, if you can find. Take out the trash, or the bugs are going to get you. Okay. Let's see I what love this album. Let me find it rocks. something. Okay. The kids 
of Whitney. <laughs> to anybody listening who's heard this, you're probably... Uh, okay, you said insects? Yes, insects. All right, we'll play that one. Uh, this is uh, the Kids of Whitney High on Asheville FM. You're watching. <laughs> Here it is. Asheville FM, your only option. Ten minute every Saturday night on Asheville FM. That was Broken Social Scene from Forgiveness Rock Record. All to all, that was a twofer. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, wasn't it nice? Yes. It's a good band. It's a very good band. And then we started it off with the kids of Whitney High. Hell yeah, that was my recommendation. Was I hope a, you enjoyed that. Was that was a request from our guest, Michael Roach. Yes. Uh, where did we leave off? I don't even remember. We talked about disc golf we a long talking. time ago, yes, and then exactly. we got off of that. We need to go back to disc golf. I love disc golf. I am so addicted. I played like, I only get to go out like once a week, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. I played seven hours last mm-hmm. Like, I'm playing it like it's a job. Yeah. It, yeah, my girl actually got mad at me. I told her I'd be home at two. <laughs> and um, I purposely leave the phone in the car because I don't want to be distracted. Right. And, um... I'd found two people's disc, and for I don't know if you've ever played or um, when you get a disc, you write your name and your number with a mm-hmm. sharpie on the inside. So if mm-hmm. you ever lose it, which happens a lot, mm-hmm. most people are cool and they'll find it and tell you they found it, and they'll hide it somewhere and tell you where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually have a box at Richmond Hill to drop them in, but douchebags come and steal them. Oh, that's nice. Yes, um, and. Most of the time, they're eight bucks to twenty bucks. Yeah, but you get attached to them. Sure, you have that one that when you get when you hit trees, it's called tree love. Mm-hmm. Well, if it kicks it back on the fairway, it's tree love anyway. Yeah, yeah. And um, after a disc gets hit a bunch and lands hard, especially if it's the cheaper plastics, they'll start to fly different. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make discs go right that weren't made to go right, and mm-hmm. they become worth more. Interesting. So you really want these discs back. And I had found three that day. So I go to the car. I get my phone. I call the folks. I tell them the first two just seem normal. They seem like cool guys. So Mm -hmm. I hit them under a bridge, told them where. The third guy had this douchey message that made it sound (laughs) like he was being attacked by aliens and shit. (laughs) So I put his in the box and said, good luck, man. Yeah, really? So if he got there quick, he got his disc Uh, back. That's nice. Yeah, I, I, I would warn people against those kind of messages because they can screw up your life in a lot of ways. Especially if it's somebody you call more than once. Right. right. Then you got to listen through all this oh, crap geez, again. Yeah. yeah. Mine's yeah. just like, yeah, I'm not available. Leave a message. Right. Quick. Um, but disc golf is so much fun. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to know about? What do I know? I want to know everything about it because I've never played. Okay. Uh, it's scored just like regular golf. You yeah. have par threes, par fours, which means you have three or four shots mm-hmm. to get it in the basket. Um, there are out of bounds. There are mandos where you have to go around certain trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think there's any mandos at Richmond Hill right now, but mm-hmm. other courses mm-hmm. have them. Um, there are drivers. There are mid ranges. There are putters. So different kinds of discs that do different absolutely for different, different purposes. Um, there are discs that. If you don't throw real hard, I don't know how technical we want to get here. There's four numbers they use to rate disc. The Mm -hmm. first one is speed. just has to do with the profile. Mm -hmm. The second one is glide, how high it wants to go. The third one is low speed turn, or pardon me, high speed turn. Um, 
if you're a right-handed, backhanded player, at everybody who's ever thrown a frisbee, if you're right-handed and you throw it backhand, you know at the end of that flight, it's going to fall to the left. Mm-hmm. Just the physics of it will pull it that way. Mm-hmm. The last number is that. It's called fade. Um, if you're just beginning, you don't throw that hard, you want a negative number on the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, your high-speed turn. That way... you. The longest shots you get um, are called rollover shots. Mm-hmm. When you throw the shot, it will actually go against its own physics, then fight that as it slows down and comes back and creates a big S-curve. Oh, okay. Also called a helix. Um, you want to find a disc that you can make do that by throwing it straight and hard. Mm-hmm. And um, so look for one that has like a, a high negative in the third bracket and a low number like one or two in the fade. Okay. Um, okay. As you throw harder, you have to change disc. Um, the disc I used to throw, if I went out and threw them now and tried to throw them straight, they would just shoot off to the right because mm-hmm. I can roll them over too much. Oh, I see. So, um, It sounds like a pretty technical sport. There seems it can to be, be. A, lot of, uh, a lot of caveats there, a lot of uh, different uh, technical things you can do the best thing to do is um start off with three discs mm-hmm. get a fairway driver they're 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 real forgiving mm-hmm. they'll pretty much fly straight and not fall off much at the end mm-hmm. they won't go super far but they'll go a long damn way uh, a mid-range is more like uh, a frisbee mm-hmm. um they're real comfortable in the hand easy to throw short distances they'll go putters are um I use different putters. I use some that are real hard, some that are good for the wind, mm-hmm. um, others that are real soft plastic, so they'll almost flex when they hit the basket. Mm-hmm. Um, di- just different ones, different days. But they don't go as far. Mm-hmm. They also don't tend to have as much fade. Right. So basically the ones that are going to go the furthest are the touchiest Yeah. and can send you way off in the woods or down in the sticker bushes. Mm-hmm. Um Richmond Hill, most of that course, you can play with the mid-range and a putter. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. only a couple where you really need a driver. Right. Well, that's that's very interesting. I I, I did not know anything that's, about yeah, I told, it. I got boring there. I know. No, 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 no. These are these are important things that are <laughs> that our guests need to know, our our listeners need to know about. Mountain sports festivals coming up. Anybody yeah. who's interested in it should go out and see the really good guys. Yeah. I will not be playing. No, I enjoy you're it. Not but in, I am not you're not in that in that, uh, in that uh, range, huh? No, I doubt I'm in the top hundred around here. We have some really, really good players. Well, um, that's always a fun festival. There's always all, a lot of cool things going on at that festival. Absolutely. Yeah. The the coolest thing to me, I think it's the top six guys who play in that tournament. Oh, um, hey, I can keep going. You keep talking, and I'm the, gonna go answer that. This, I think it's the top six. I could be wrong. But they get to play in downtown Asheville. Sunday morning, they get to come down, and they shut off the streets, and people get to play disc golf downtown. That's awesome. That would that would be a dream. Um, anyway, I, anyone who wants to play with a comedian, I play almost every Tuesday morning at Richmond Hill at about 10 a.m. Um, if you're better than me, I'll learn from you, and if I'm better than you, I'll teach you. Most people that come out there are just awesome. I just thought. <laughs> wow, we have guests in the yeah, studio. In the studio. Wow, they're uh, awesome. My dogs. 
I'm meeting the dogs. I'm meeting the dogs. This is Katie and Tala. Katie and Tala. I'm going to move the microphone over here. So Has a guest ever peed in the studio? Uh, I don't think so. Ah, uh, uh, first for everything. We could be up for it this evening. My wife is out uh, grabbing some uh, some treats for us. She's being very, very kind, and I owe her a lot. And that's Tala. She's. Uh, I'm getting French kissed by a dog. Yes. She looks like a pharaoh girl. hound something. What is, is that, she? Is that what I, I, you know, we're not sure. I know that she's uh, got some pit in her. Yes, this is an odd show. He's taking care of dogs in the other room, and I have taken over the show. Hello, I'm Michael Roach. I am a ginger with dreadlocks. I am a dreadneck. I am not a real hippie. I just play one on stage occasionally. All right. This this show has gotten out of hand, I have to admit, because I do have two dogs in here. <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, uh, this has been an interesting evening. Um, so Michael, yes, sir. Uh, you, you are, uh, involved in, um, some dog care, correct? Yeah. You do some dog care. You work at a, you work at a, a I work at a animal sanctuary. Animal sanctuary. Um, yeah, mainly dogs. We got big dogs. Do you? Um, yeah. Mastiffs, wolfhounds. Mm-hmm. I think somebody just knocked. Oh, the do we have another knock? Okay. Um, All right. Hold on a second. Yeah, I start off my morning generally by uh, shoveling dog shit the size of cow turds. It keeps me humble. After a great show with a standing ovation, it's nice the next day to wake up to a mastiff that's taken a crap in his mat and pushed it around with his nose to try to hide it. But you can't hide it. It's the size of a cow or a cow's feces. Bullshit, actually, would be what it would be or cow shit as the case should be all right there, there there's like crunchy food treats to eat in the microphone like there's no beer that would be wrong on the radio that's not twist off it's not a twist off on the keys is a ring i'll tell you what let's take a break and how, and and not uh, cause any of these problems anymore. I'm I'm opening um, these beverages with my lighter. I would like to point out to Ben, this is an American flag lighter. Oh. The reason I have this is, I recently moved to Weaverville. I went to the local gas station. I had made my purchases, and I realized, oh shoot, I need a lighter. <laughs> so I said, ring me up for a bic. There's a big line behind me, all country boys. I reach over, and the only choices I have are NASCAR motif or American flags. I hovered over the NASCAR lighters and then went over and grabbed a flag, and a guy behind me totally busted me on it. <laughs> he said, you didn't know who to pick, did you? I said, I thought you might kill me if I picked the wrong one. <laughs> and we all had a hearty laugh. Oh, isn't that nice? nice to get along with the the uh, nascar the local enthusiasts all right i'm gonna play a, a track here from uh the beards of comedy excellent who are we gonna listen to uh let's listen to uh i don't the joe zimmerman's funny like, yeah let's see if we got something from joe here. dave stone's funny dave stone is funny it's even funnier when i hear his jokes done by him and not by other comics <clears throat> oh yeah people I, using his stuff yeah somebody got 
busted doing that. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you off the air. Yeah, we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, so this is something from Joe Zimmerman. How about that? Excellent. This has to do with branding. Cool. So here we go on Asheville Film. Beer, the Paps Blue Ribbon. I see one right there. Awesome. I found a PBR for 50 cents in a can in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I learned a lesson. If you ever pay 50 cents for a beer, you lose the right to get a refund if it tastes like shit. Because there was something wrong with this particular beer, like it had fermented again. And I went up to the bartender thinking he would want to know. I was like, hey, man, I think there's something really messed up with this beer. And without missing a beat, he goes, yeah, it's a frickin' PBR. <laughs> and he walked away. And the weirdest part was, I was satisfied with that answer. <laughs> Finish my beer. That's when you know you have a cheap product when your salesman gets a complaint for the product, and he defends it by repeating the name of the product. <laughs> Thus satisfying the customer. I don't like how we've all been officially brainwashed into the tall, grande, venti bullshit. Everybody, we don't even try anymore. I still make a stand. I say, small coffee, please. And they're always correcting me. That's the word. They correct you. Small, we don't have small. We have tall. Did you mean tall? Uh, did I? Because the cup I'm looking for is about four inches tall. Does that... Does four inches look tall to anybody else? About a, oh, that's about as tall as a chipmunk. That, would you call a chipmunk tall? Maybe if the chipmunk was taller than his chipmunk friends, you might be like, that's a pretty tall chipmunk. But the cup I'm looking for is relatively shorter than your other cups, making it the opposite of tall, which is small. Final answer. I just think there's a reason we have a language with words, with meanings, and we use them so when we talk to each other, we're not freaking confused. And she goes, well, don't give me a hard time. It's my job to say tall. It's our branding. All right, fine. Well, then it's my job to say my name's Guillermo. I'm six foot eight, chiseled abs. That's my branding. She goes, well, your branding is a lie. I was like, oh, now you know how I feel, bitch. I know. She was zinged her good. Oh, she is still recovering from that zinger. Mm. Do gotta have the coffee, because I tend to have low energy, and uh, I, was, I actually was getting so tired, I was getting winded walking up one flight of stairs, and I actually went to the doctor for it. I feel like I can open up to you. I went to the doctor. I was like, hey, man, I'm tired all the time. And he took some blood tests, and he said, I think what you have is chronic fatigue. I'm like, yeah, that's what I just said I have. <laughs> so what do the blood tests say? Because I paid for those, and not great coverage. He goes, well, there's no cure, and it usually occurs in women. Oh, I feel better already. Thank you for letting me down soft. Appreciate the unnecessary knowledge about my problem being girly. Thank you. 
He said, all you can do is cut out all caffeine, cut out all alcohol, and exercise every day. I was like, what? I'd rather be tired. That... The solution is worse than the problem in that case. And then couples, he said, uh, it'll give you a natural boost of energy if you make love in the morning. I'm like, that's cool. You want to prescribe a girlfriend? Because that's awkward. I struggle on the dates. I was out with a woman that seemed crazy. That was abrupt. Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, that was Joe Zimmerman with the uh, remix of Branding. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Asheville FM, your only option. I just want to give that tag out there because this show has, uh, has become uh, untenable at this point. I think yes. we've, we've fallen off the rails, but we're going to get back on the rails right now. We're taking, we're taking it back. We're taking the show back. Aren't from, there trains on the rails? Yes, there so are. So then maybe that's a bad place maybe for that's, us to be. Yeah, maybe you're right. We just take it completely off the rails on into like one of the side buildings off the side. I have had fun. This has been chaotic, but that is yeah. awesome. <laughs> I love chaos. Yes. Well, I thrive in chaos. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we do our best. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I brought it with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. What in the hell should we talk about? I don't know. I was I was thinking about, you know, we should probably talk about comedy since that's kind of what the show is about, right? It is. Yeah. Oh, we were, we were talking about Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were talking about that. Do you remember um I don't know how you're younger than me probably, but A little. Um do you remember him going on the Arsenio Hall show and crying? I do not remember that. Yeah, no. that was kind of a big deal back then. Um he had very racy stuff for anybody that's never heard him, some very mm-hmm. funny stuff as well. And um, he offended a lot of people, and a lot of gay groups started giving him shit. Mm-hmm. So, and like a lot of shit, big protests and yeah. stuff. So he went on the Arsenio Hall show and apologized and said it was just a character and he didn't mm-hmm. mean it. And he, I don't know if he cried. I don't think anybody <laughs> still to this day, it looked like fake crying yeah. Yeah. to me. And it ruined his career. Really? Because the people who liked him mm-hmm. now th- thought he was a pussy. Oh. Okay. And the people that didn't like him weren't suddenly going to go, oh, it was a character. Okay. Right. Now I'll come it. enjoy your comedy that I wouldn't have liked in the first place. Right. So he alienated the people that liked him to pander to a group that was never going to like him. Right. He should have walked out there and said, if you're queer, suck my dick. You know, you like it anyway. <laughs> Something like that. That would be a funny, ironic thing to say. Exactly. Yeah, that would be. Hey, you fag, suck my dick. You know you like it. Yeah. Hey, oh, hey, over here. That guy. Um, he should have done that, and it would he would have continued to piss those people off, and everybody else that liked him already would have kept coming. Right. Right. Well, I I I always heard uh, the the uh, um, the infamous uh, what do you call it uh, the. What, what was that show that he did that got recorded? Like Rick Rubin produced it, isn't that right? He like produced the record, and then it was, it was this infamous show where he went up on stage, and did like an hour and a half where he just totally melted down. Oh, I never down. heard that. Yeah, it's just I would love to hear is, that. I, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's sort of infamous in that. He's a. I mean, people. Look down on him now, which is weird. When Andrew Dice Clay was hot, he was selling out stadiums. Oh, yeah. 
there are not many comics that have ever sold out a friggin stadium right doesn't um, happen often. steve martin did it back in the day mm-hmm. andrew dice clay um who else robin <laughs> williams maybe I don't even think he could do a stadium. You don't think so? I don't think you can get 15,000 people. Well, maybe in New York or something. Maybe, maybe we're... Yeah. You, but, and I, mean, I love Robin Williams. But you have to be a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. To absolutely. do that. I mean, Dave Chappelle maybe could. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I know I know that uh, you know some guys can sell out big theaters. Big theaters. Like, There's a big yeah. nurse between yeah. 1,500 to 15,000, though. True. True. And Steve Martin did it for a while. Sure. And yeah. I laughed. I mean, I remember sure. watching it. Yeah, but it, it's uh, it's got to be. It was a silly laughter. Yeah, it was. He was very he was very silly, but uh, it, it's got to be a, a a strange experience to see somebody. I think in so, that too. environment, you know. I mean, it's it's that's a concert environment. It's like a sport, you know, sports stadiums. And exactly. Stuff like I've never seen a comic in a venue bigger than maybe fifteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that that's pretty big, right? Right. And, and as a comic, I always like to sit in the back anyway and, and watch the crowd. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, and that's the a thing. A lot of comics I've seen their stuff five, six times by now. Right. So I'm fascinated by the crowd. Right, right, exactly. And how they're reacting to it and, and, and what's, what's let's, working. Let's talk about this. Okay, you and I, mm-hmm. uh, we both do stand-up on, on local stages here. Correct. There is a pressure when you do a show and the next week... You come back to the same venue. You walk up and you see a lot of the same faces. Right. Maybe a third of the people, maybe more, were there last week. Mm-hmm. But that last week, you did a brand new bit, and you left out part of it, and you want to tighten it up, and you're mm-hmm. trying to get the timing down, and you do it, and then you'll hear afterwards, oh, yeah, this that guy does the same stuff every week. So right. It, right. It, it's tough. Um how do you deal with that? Well, see, you know, I I guess I take the whole open mic thing uh, literally. Gotcha. Where it's like I'm working out stuff. You know, I'm not I'm not going up on stage uh, to pander to an audience because I'm not. You know, I'm not. It's not a formal situation. I'm but you still there. you need laughter, or you well, sure, have no yeah. idea so if you're you going. Right. Well, that's true. You do need the you need do need the laughter. I, what I usually do is I try to. There's always somebody in there that's laughing. Somebody, somebody that even if has, it's another comic. Yeah. Somebody in there is laughing, and I usually, if if nobody else in the room is is giving me anything, I shift my attention to that person, and I just keep giving it to them. That's what I do. That's cool. Um, and if no one is laughing, then I try to get off stage. Just keep yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll take care of this. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. You're, you're um, covered. I often have new stuff, but it's only because I tend to think that the last thing I thought was the most brilliant thought I ever had, which a lot of comics can fall into. Yeah. Um, I've been doing this a long time too, so I have a lot of material. And so I'm trying to remember, have I done it in this room or have I done it in the last month? And um, I don't really have anything new this week. Mm. And normally I do. Normally, um, a lot of times I go up and it doesn't look polished. Well, that's because I'm making it up on the spot or I thought about it five minutes beforehand. See, I admire that about you and and about other comics who can who can work off the cuff like that and and do sort of improv. Have you seen Carl LeBeau? 
I have seen some of his stuff online and 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 stuff like What'd that. What you think? I don't know. I like it. I think it, it's very good. It's very good. He he reminds me of of a of a road comic that that really has it all. You know? It, yeah. Exactly. Um, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I don't know why he is not a household name. I don't either. Thirty years this man has been selling out comedy clubs. I'm so looking forward to laugh your Asheville off for him being here. And he's a hell of a nice guy. I've got to hang out with him a little bit. Right. He He's, it's not like I'm about to suck his dick here, but <laughs> he's one of those guys that when you meet him, everybody likes him. Right, right. He's like Johnny Cash. Punks like him. Hippies <laughs> like him. Country right. people like him. Right. Um, Carl did a stand or a, a series of shows in Atlanta probably two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten different shows. Mm-hmm. Ten different shows. Wow. He did not repeat a joke in ten hours of comedy. Wow, that's amazing. Because he can walk up there and look at somebody and just go off mm-hmm. and have fun. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you've had a great hour and you think this is a super tight bit and he just made it up. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable to me. It, 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 yeah, guys he, that he's can got do it. That. He's, ro- he's got Robin Williams. He's yeah. You know, he can do any of it. I mean, guys that can do that. I, I think of a, a guy like uh, Jimmy Pardo. Do you know Jimmy Pardo? No, I don't. He's a L.A. comic. Uh, he does uh, he does uh, um, warm up for uh, Conan O'Brien. Awesome. And he has his own podcast and stuff like this. Um, and he's like that, where you know he can he can do half an hour on a, a guy in the audience, just one guy in the yeah, audience. Exactly. Pick out that guy and do a half hour on one guy. He doesn't even know the guy. I had fun with that guy tonight. I, we, you know this. I did a show right before I came here. Yeah. I, I didn't mention that on the air. Did I, the I don't guy? think so. No, we didn't talk about that. Guy, um, I did a Home Depot joke, and a guy said, I work at Lowe's. <laughs> you know why you shouldn't buy your paint at Lowe's? It's made of kittens. <laughs> Yeah, they, I'm serious. They hire illegal immigrants, and they stand in the back of Lowe's and throw kittens in a grinder. And it takes eight kittens to make a gallon of paint. So buy your paint at Home Depot, because they make their paint out of bears. <laughs> That's much more green. Yes. <laughs> One bear will make like a five, you know, five, five-gallon tubs of paint. <laughs> it's much greener to only kill one thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that, that was good. kind of fun. I, I like hecklers, actually. Have you had be, have you been heckled? I have not been heckled yet. No, I've been. Uh, I guess you could call me lucky for that. Yeah, it's kind of. I, I've never had a heckler. The fear for a heckler is that they'll get the better of you. Yeah. That they get the better line in, or that you come off as a, a douche. Yeah, that's, that's the, a big trick. That's um, tricky. If somebody heckles you, yells something out, throws you off. Mm-hmm. This is the best advice I ever got. I got it from a booker. He said, the first time, be nice. Mm-hmm. You can do you can do a standard thing. Hey, I remember when I had my first beer, too, or, you know, yeah. something something gentle. Mm-hmm. Because if you come off really mean, you, there's the fear, especially if you're like an open mic or, or you're just starting off, the crowd doesn't know you. Right. They're there to see somebody else, and you just happen to be warming them up. Right. If you go too mean... Mm-hmm. They'll take the heckler side, and you've lost the crowd. Right, exactly. You can get them back, but it's hard. Well, there's sort of that infamous. Uh, have you ever seen the video of the? I can't remember what the guy's name is, but he's like some kind of bumpkin uh, comedian with a guitar. Have you ever seen that? 
I don't know. And, uh, I don't know who this and, is. Okay, I, I, I can't I can't remember the name of the guy. But he's got a guitar. He's up there uh, doing his bits, and, and a heckler starts bothering him. And yeah. uh, he sort of gets into it with the heckler. And then he takes the guitar and smashes it over the guy's head. Like the audience. Like WWE. Went. Yeah, exactly. Jeff Jarrett shot. Right. Right. So then, you know, he smashes the guitar over the guy's head. It, he cold cocks and puts him out. And then um and then he uh he realizes what he just did was like knock a guy out. So then he turns to the audience and he's like, That guy came at me, you know, everybody saw it, everybody saw it, and the whole audience goes, No, dude. <laughs> You are really? toast. We are not on your side. Ooh, that's <laughs> a, that's was, to an extreme oh, of yeah. that level. He went he went down after that. So the way to handle them, the first time you say something nice, if they come back, you can be a little meaner. If they come back again, tear them to shit. Yeah. Now it's different if you're the headliner. Yeah. If you're the headliner, people know you. They bought a ticket to see you. Mm-hmm. Tear them up right from the start. Right. Right. Um, Bill Hicks. There's a video of Bill Hicks with a heckler. I don't know what the lady said, but he just started screaming the, the big C word. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and it went on for like three minutes. Yeah. Just get this F and C out of here. And I don't know why I'm like editing myself. I but, don't know either, but that's okay. But sometimes it's funnier to edit. Yeah. Um, God, he was brutal on her. It was so funny, though. <laughs> But you can't do that as an open micer, you no, know. No, you, you fucking cunt, get the fuck out of here. You got no cachet. Respect my art. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm a hipster and I bring half the crowd. <laughs> hmm, wonder who that is. I don't know who that is. I have the, no idea. There was a comic that used to come, I used to run an open mic called uh, Tomato Tuesdays. Uh-huh. Um, That's been discussed on this show many times. Oh, really? It's 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 a topic of conversation. Everybody who comes on the show, whoever did Tomato Tuesdays, always talks about how much they miss Tomato Tuesdays. Well, I didn't start it. Charlie Grinzer started it. The same fellow that runs Laugh Your Asheville off, Mm -hmm. and Andy Shields was his host for the first oh shit four or five months, Uh and then I took it over and I ran it for about thirteen fourteen months Mm -hmm. until the bar closed. The show was doing great. Mm -hmm. Um. I have no idea where I was going with the story that I used to run with. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I, I interrupted you. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're still talking about hecklers. Yeah. Our best heckler story there, we had Joe Zimmerman hosting, uh-huh. which blew my mind. How Joe didn't, I mean, Joe's kind of big. Yeah, he's In he's my opinion. There, yeah. Uh, Joe's making, he, he's just a damn good guy. He's comic. making a living doing the thing. Yeah. Yes. And he, he brought it up. He's like, I'd like to host. I haven't done it for a while. Mm-hmm. And, I'm always impressed when he shows up at, at any of the shows in town and stuff like that and does his thing. He has a workman ethic towards this. Yeah. He he never takes a night for granted. Right. Um, Joe Zimmerman is one hell of a comic. And he's so much smarter than I am because he can drop an F-bomb in a club mm-hmm. and get a laugh if mm-hmm. it's necessary. But his stuff he can clean up so easy. Yeah. He could yeah. do his stuff in a church. And it's funny. Well, maybe not a church, but that's <laughs> but close. And that, His stuff is just funny, and it's mm-hmm. not dirty. It's not offensive. Right. He just writes clever, funny stuff, and, right. and that's why he's making a living at it. Right. And I expect any day he'll just ignore that he knows any of us. <laughs> right, exactly. I don't I, know why it hasn't I don't happened know why, already. Yeah, I don't know why he keeps showing up, honestly. He's, he's 
he's uh, on a different level than the rest of us. He's so good. He was only in Asheville for probably six months, and half of that time he was on the road. Right. And we all claim him as Asheville. <laughs> right, exactly. He lived here for a little while. <laughs> we have a fantastic comic, uh, Melanie Malloy. I don't know if you ever heard oh, I her. I don't think so. Melanie was a full-time headliner for seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, she moved to Asheville. She she did some shows here. Mm-hmm. And then she started tending bar and got knocked up. I don't think she's had the kid yet. Uh, she's Every time I talk to her, she's either retired from comedy or she's making her comeback. <laughs> yeah. I think she's retired about 20 times now. Mm-hmm. Um, she tends bar in... I want to say Black Mountain. Maybe it's not. Maybe Swanoa. Um, oh, shoot. What's that one cool bar in Black Mountain? Uh, White Horse? No. The they're Beacon? not cool. They're not cool? Well, that's not where she's at. I don't know. Beacon? It's not the Beacon. No, it's in Black Mountain. It's in Black Mountain. I don't um, oh, my God. Town Pump? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, know I think that's it. She yeah. bartends there. Okay. And uh, she... I would love to get her to come back out and do comedy. If anybody hears this, you can Facebook her. Hey, you got talked about on the radio. Mm-hmm. So damn funny. Oh, yeah. Um, we need to get her up here. Oh, God. Yeah, she's so good. Mm-hmm. She's so good. And she has a love-hate relationship with this business. It's, yeah. But she did it for seven years hard. Yeah. And she made a living, but she wasn't famous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... That's why this business is hard. You can be an underground success and nobody will ever know you. You'll make a living, a damn good living. Yeah, yeah, sure. But. Yeah, but, you know, in some ways that's that's good, though. Because, like, you know, if you're uh, an L.A. comic or a New York comic, you either are barely getting by or you're a huge success. There's nothing in between. That's Whereas true. here, if you're a road comic or if you're working, you know, uh, a regional uh, deal, you can make a, a decent living. Sort of like, uh, sort of like the the indie indie rock scene, where you can make it a living recording and touring. You know what? It reminds me of um, is old school wrestling. Oh yeah. How much time yeah. we got? We got we got ten minutes. We're we got good. ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Old school wrestling, you had regional territories, uh-huh. and you could go into a territory and and try your your craft and your character out. Mm-hmm. And if it was good, and you could go to the next territory, maybe just fifty miles away, two hundred miles away, right. and work with the same guy and make it better, make it tighter. Mm-hmm. Then you go to a bigger territory. Um, comedy is like old school wrestling with the bookers. Mm-hmm. The bookers are like the bookers for wrestling, right? You work for me, you'll, you can't ever work for that guy. I hate that guy. And right. I, you did the comedy zone. Fuck you. You'll never <laughs> work for me. That guy's a douche. And, yeah. Um, which I don't personally think I was quoting another <laughs> booker a, on that. That was it. No, I have no problems with any bookers. <laughs> I love you all, and you all have huge penises or very tight vaginas, whichever you prefer. Um. But bookers are really territorial. Yeah. And they will remember shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. If you work for the wrong one or don't ever blow one off to go work for another one because the guy's going to pay you more money. Oh, if you make an agreement, you do it. Um, Don't ever talk shit. You know, there's it's like old school wrestling in that sense. Right. 
Um, we were very fortunate in Nashville, or we are very fortunate to have one of the largest booking families in the country based out of here. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Oh, they book most of the Midwest. Wow. Is really? out of Asheville, North I Carolina. Didn't realize that. Yep. Well, well now Raleigh, too. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I don't think you'll mind me talking about that. Uh, the Yoder family is oh, okay. uh, very influential, very, very nice people. I like them very much. <laughs> very, very much. Yes, um, I like them, too. <laughs> we all like the Yoders. That, huge penises and See, that, tight vaginas. See, that's interesting. My uh, my wife is from uh, the Midwest. We're both from the Midwest. She's Great from, comedy area. She, yeah, absolutely. But she's from northern Indiana. And uh, the Yoder name is very common in that part of the state oh. because of uh, there's a, it's actually an Amish enclave. And the Yoder name is very common in so the Amish So that's an Amish country. name. Yeah, it's an Amish name. I did not. Yeah, apparently. Wow, so. I would not have known that. No, there you go. Eric and Michael Yoder. <laughs> there you go. Um, Eric's a pretty good disc offer and a hell of a guitar player. Oh, cool. Um, he's now moved to Raleigh, unfortunately. Ah, uh, that happens. Okay, let's. I want to talk shit about Michael Channing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Former Ch- guest of the show, Michael Channing. Michael Channing's a damn good friend of mine. Yeah. He, he he helped run uh, Tomato Tuesdays. Yeah. Uh, until he got a girlfriend. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, nobody knew where Michael Channing was. And Michael Channing brought the actual microphone <laughs> because he was too paranoid to leave it at the club. Right. He would take it home every week. And then when he got a girlfriend, the show kept having to go later and later. <laughs> I had to wake Carrie Goth up a few times ago. Could you bring a friggin' microphone? I got nothing here. Um. Yeah. Okay, when I met Michael Channing, he had just moved back to Asheville from Florida. Mm-hmm. He had moved to Florida to chase a girl. Mm-hmm. Well, not chase a girl. He was with the girl. She wanted to go to Florida. Mm-hmm. He went with her. Ended horribly. He got stuck in Florida. Couldn't, you know, when he came back to Asheville, he's like, I'm so glad to be back. I love this town. Yeah. I'll never leave again. I'll never leave for a girl. <laughs> God, I made a mistake. I'll never do that. Michael Channing is moving to South Carolina to be with his new girlfriend. (laughs) I hope she's fantastic and wonderful, and I wish them all the best. But I have met her, and she is a lovely Repeating patterns, buddy. (laughs) I date a lot of goth girls before I finally realized the world's not really against them. They're just fucked up. You, yeah. If you did the same, you move it out yeah. of state again. Yeah. yeah, move her here. Well, you know, but she got a good paying job or something. I, you know, I don't know. I all I know is that she's a lovely young woman. He seems pretty enamored. He's dating a ginger. Yes, she is a ginger. So that's good. That's I'll give him that. That's true. He is moving up uh, in the world. Yeah, uh, I, I. He seems pretty enamored with her. She seems like a lovely young woman. I met her once. She didn't say one word. She was like, she's hey. she's a little quiet. I'll I'll admit from my experience, and it's it pretty limited. I'll tell you honestly, my experience with her is pretty limited. But well, I mean, Michael Shannon does like to play Magic the Gathering, so he, he does like that. Yeah. He he is an odd cat. Yeah, he and he and uh, John Cook. Uh, I miss John I Cook know, already. I do too, I really do. John Cook was one of the, God. It the more you saw him, the better. I know that was the thing. And uh, when he was on a couple of weeks back before before he left, he told me he'd only been doing it six months. I know. He's, he's a good mind. one. He's a good one. 
You know who else we're going to miss? We're losing a lot of comics. I know. This is not good. Charlotte Schlesinger? Charlotte Schlesinger. Is moving to Iowa or Idaho? Idaho? Yeah, Idaho. I was like, what in the bloody blue hell? Most of her jokes are about how large her vagina is. That's (laughs) not going to go over Idaho. That is not going to work. My vagina is as big as one of your russet potatoes. (laughs) I talked to her about that. I talked to her about like, uh, are you going to change your act or anything uh, when you when you move to Amish country or not Amish, but uh, potato potato? What's Mormon country out there? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not fucking crazy, are they? <laughs> An angel came down and wrote on nine golden plates in English the exact same thing that was once in Latin but was transferred. <laughs> Later, I don't, to old English. I don't understand what you're saying. What are you? What are you saying? I don't understand. The okay, the golden plates that an angel yeah, supposedly no, wrote un- for. I still don't understand. I don't understand what you're saying. What are you saying? The whole Mormon religion, <laughs> the entire Mormon religion. <laughs> okay, apparently, <laughs> angels came from heaven and brought him nine golden plates that had the Book of Mormon carved on them. Ninety-eight percent of that was the Old Testament that had already been transferred from Greek. (laughs) The angels transferred it. That Uh, was great. Yeah, of course they did. Oh, John Smith, what a a, cocksucker! Yeah, well, you know, I'm sorry to any Mormons out there. You're crazy. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're you're crazy. Look at your own religion. The guy was run out of every city he went to. He got. They killed him. He got killed in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Yeah. And then Brigham Young took over and and had sex with like 18, 14-year-olds. So that was his deal. The whole bigamy thing, that was his deal. Yeah, that came more from Brigham. Okay. Bigham Young is what he likes to be called. Oh, gotcha. Oh, so that's where the... the... Brigham Young University. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, of course. They believe that if you died and you weren't a good Mormon, it's okay because your friends can buy your way into purgatory. Of course they can. <laughs> and then you get to sit on another planet. They really believe this. Uh-huh. And um, they also think Jesus walked around preaching to the Indians. Okay. So anyway, Crazy. Charlotte Schlesinger. Charlotte Schlesinger apparently has a huge vagina. Apparently. And uh, uh, I asked her about this, you yes. know, how the how this uh, will go over in Mormon country. And she says, I don't care. I'm going to do that. I don't care. She's going to go up and do this on her. stage anywhere. Uh, you know, she doesn't care. This is what worries me. She said, I can still do it. Portland's only like four hours away. Four hours. It's a like, long drive. You're just going to quit. That's what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And, yeah. And she's working and she's a for great a great comic voice. And she got a job at a big company and stuff. Yeah, she's so funny. Yeah. Um, we're also losing uh, Katie Hughes. Oh gosh, yeah, that's Chris great. Weathers. Oh yeah, those they're both guys, moving to Chicago. Those guys are going. Charlie Gray's going to New York. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Green's in L.A. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Oh, uh, Tyler got to work with. Um, oh God, his idol. Who was that? Um, the guy with the charts. I didn't. Oh, think. Uh, Demetri Martin. He got to work with Demetri Martin. Wow. Um, and Dimitri complimented him, which would, that's, that was a huge thing to me. That'd be like Carl Bogue one nice set. That would just, yeah, exactly. Uh, I might, I might believe in a religion if that (laughs) happened. Um, 
Oh, wow. again, I can't wait for Carl Lebeau to get here. I know I've said that like eight times, but what? he's so damn good. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, we're losing a lot of people, and, and it is it is going to affect the, the scene. I realize that. It is. We have new people coming up, yeah. and I'm very glad about it's that. Gonna, it's a cycle. It's just going to keep rotating. And I tell you what, I'm not going anywhere. So I'm glad. Everybody can everybody can breathe the sigh of relief. I am staying right here. Because you have two dogs. I do have two dogs. Carrie Goff has two kids, I he think. He does have two kids. Two kids. Yeah, I think Tom has right. one. Yeah. Tom Sheaf. That's right. Very funny man. Yes. Who, who we've not seen enough of as of late. Yes. But he's yes. coming but he's, back He's out. coming back into the fold, and, and we appreciate that. Tom was nice enough to come out and host the uh, Dine Out for the Cure show. Oh, did he? Great. Yeah, he did a great job. Great. Okay, cool. Kind of, I mean, I called him like the day before, mm-hmm. like, can you do this? Yeah. Um, and he was fantastic. Awesome. He had a bunch of stuff on APD losing uh, <laughs> yeah, losing <laughs> stuff. Which oh, was man. Great. It is. Beautiful. Oh, my God. It it's is. midnight. It is. Uh, we're, we're, we're about what to wrap up. What comes on after us? Uh, we, we go to uh, um, automation, basically. Then we can just keep going. We could. Why not? Well, we can go for a little while, sure. Let's go the, 1230. The only, Fuck them. Uh, <laughs> okay. The the only issue is that uh, the rest of the show won't be recorded, oh, so it won't be replayed. Oh, they replay us. Yeah, well, basically, you can go to the website ashevillefm.org and uh, um, download or not download, but you can stream uh, archived copies of like la- the so, previous show. For the next half hour, any stuff we say, we have. We can't be yeah, nobody held can, accountable. No, absolutely. But oh my God, let, let's talk about deep shit then. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> Seriously. All right. Um, I don't know. Uh, wow, this is freeing. Yes, it is, isn't it? Okay. What was There's your childhood no like? My childhood. It was, yeah. It was, Where are you from? I'm from Indiana. Okay. I've never so, been to Indiana. What's that like? It's uh, boring. Ooh. It's pretty dull. Um, I grew up no, a uh, in a dying farm community. Oh yeah. Where's that? It was High Point, North Carolina. Uh-huh. You'd never know there was a farm. Really? My mom has the last farm standing. Wow. Because um, when I was a kid, I was the only kid. Mm-hmm. All the neighbors were, like, old. And that was because their mm-hmm. kids decided not to be farmers. Right. And this is one thing I remember very vividly. If you got any job that was off the farm, it was mm-hmm. called a city job. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter if you were driving.